Hello there, Nerd Talk Lips here, and we're asking you, our lovely listeners, to support our programming by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash nerdtalklips. For as little as $1 a month, your contribution will continue to make this show very special for our current listeners and our newcomers. For a $2 a month contribution, we will help you promote by plugging your band, YouTube channel, podcast, or any other project you're currently working on, and we will do this every week for as long as you remain a patron. And finally, we have a limited $5 a month perk that will gain you a spot in the top five patron guest list, which means when our show requires a guest, you will be among the five people we ask first to be on the show and will be chosen in order. We thank you deeply for your continued loyalty as listeners and hope to put these contributions to good use. Remember, we're not only doing this because we love it, but because we love being nerdy, and we know you do too. So head over to patreon.com slash nerdtalklibs right now to make your contributions and enjoy this brand new episode of Nerd Talklibs Podcast. Welcome to the Nerd Lab. Get those nerds! 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 Let the nerds take over! Nerd alert! What are you, some kind of nerd? Not some kind of nerd. I am the king of nerds. Nerd! Nerd stuff probably really excites you because you're a nerd. This is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Hello, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Nerd Talkalypse Podcast. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, the Walking Dead universe, Dragon Ball Z, GT Super, and the films alike and most things in between. That's right, guys, and here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all the fandoms you love. Please reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com, Twitter at nerdtalklips, or simply write up a review on iTunes or facebook.com slash nerdtalklips. We'd love some listener feedback.
What's up, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for episode 45 of Nerd Talkless Podcast. And this week, we, well, we originally were going to do Justice League Dark and stuff, but we decided at the last second that it was going to be too much, so we're not going to do it. We're going to do Arrowverse stuff today, and news, so it might be a little bit of a short episode. We'll hit back with Justice League Dark at another time. Yes. Probably during, during the next break of the CW-verse TV shows. Yes. So, on that note... Do you have any opening statements you would like? To? Oh yes, let's let's give these two shout-outs. So they're, they're now, I just found out my buddy Joe Aravich or Joe Aravich. That's how I used to pronounce it. I'm not sure. Um, uh, also hosts a podcast. I've known him for probably a good ten years, um, and they host Play Sound podcast, video games, music, movies, um, etc., things like that. I, I listened to the episode. I enjoyed it very much. It was pretty. It was pretty interesting. So shout out to those guys for getting started in the podcast universe. And welcome, I guess. It's yeah. pretty fun time. And also, <coughs> Shaken Not Nerd, a nerd podcast from Melbourne, Australia. Um, which the, the episode I listened to last night was their, their latest up there. It was uh, Unsatisfying Deaths in the Star Wars Universe. It was a pretty good listen. Interesting. Um, and uh, interesting, guys. It, it's interesting listening to podcasts from Australia in general. They have accents. Yeah, they have accents. Just it's just funny to hear their like their their way of thinking is all all around different. Like, no, mate, you all have accents. <laughs> it just it was fun. I I very much enjoyed it. That's like not a podcast. This is a podcast. <laughs> and, I don't know. There, I've learned a lot of things like about Australia just from listening to uh, the Weekly Planet Pod and these guys. And one of them was that there's just kangaroos everywhere. <laughs> that would be interesting. It's like, ah, oh, another bloody kangaroo in here. But, like, apparently f- over 55% of the whole entire country refers to McDonald's as Maccas. Maccas? Yeah. Like, they just have been calling it that way for so long that McDonald's just is like, okay, we're going to change all of our logos to Maccas Interesting. in that whole country. That's weird. Yeah. So, now it's, like, legitimate. And I had no idea. People kept referring – they kept referring to Maccas. And I was like, what the fuck is Maccas? Like, mm-hmm. heard it a million times. And so – that was what I read today, uh, so it was very interesting. Interesting, but um, so th- those two shout-outs are taken care of, uh, and I, I don't think I got anything else. Oh yeah, we have merch for sale right now. You can go on our uh, Twitter feed or Facebook feed, order yourself a shirt, a tank top, a hoodie, uh, or a sticker. Um, they're that help support the show. Order them up. Well, you, there's only like 17 days left in this campaign. Her tacos rolling papers? That would be dope. Yeah, I'm sure we could do it. I'm sure. Custom rolling papers is not. If you if y'all out there would buy rolling papers with Nerd Talk Lips <laughs> podcast logo on them, tweet at us. Nerd yeah, Talk Lips. Rolling papers. And uh we'll we'll try to make that happen. I mean it, it all it all goes toward the future of the show. So if you feel like smoking our logo will make you continue to support us, then nice. that by all means. I'm also going to I'm also going to be working on something involving our Patreon page and getting like donators to be able to tune in to a live feed of the show, like not a live video feed, but a live um audio feed. Audio feed. Wow. Just because like like an incentive, I guess. I don't I they don't really know cuz do we do already do go live sometimes, but <laughs> we have trouble with the Facebook feed a lot of the time, so like I was like, well maybe a live audio feed would be interesting. Yeah. For some incentive. And people can, like, chat with us directly as they're listening. Right. And it, we don't have to fuck with video all the time. We're going to see it on here. 
Yeah, and like for like two dollars a month or something like that. I don't know. It's it, another. Uh, there's another podcast I listen to that they uh, they did that, and I was like, wonder how they're doing that. But I found out today, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty interesting. Well, but we're gonna get into our nerd news. Yeah, we're gonna go straight into nerd news. It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkalikes. Starts off with DC Universe news. <clears throat> Last Monday night, Ben Affleck and Warner Brothers announced that Ben will be stepping down as director of the Batman solo film and will remain in, e- but will remain an EP and still act in the role. There are certain characters who hold a special place. This is a quote from him, by the way. Apparently, there are certain characters who hold a s- who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Affleck said in a statement, "Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give." It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I have decided to find a partner in a director who will, c- who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this, and we are making it, and we are currently looking for a director. I, rem- I remain extremely committed to this project and le- look forward to bringing this to life for fans around the world. Which, why the hell would you not? Like, exactly. And, you know, and I respect that decision. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if you can't do both to the best of his abilities... Yeah, Batman deserves to be the best. Absolutely. Seeing as how he was about the only thing people liked about Batman v Superman. Yeah, can't ruin it by having a shit movie. Yeah. So and 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 people have come out. People attacked Kevin Smith's Twitter feed, telling him that he should go direct it, and he basically was just like, "No, I I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be the one who ruins that movie." Uh, What if anybody would give it the vision it needs? It to be him because he. I agree with it. But still, I mean, that's a big movie compared to the movies he's directed in the past. Yeah, considering that he's just floated around on TV. And he's also said that he's just now learning how to do these types of things while uh, directing The Flash. And, and and Ben Affleck learned all this stuff also while direct or while watching Zack Snyder during Batman v Superman and stuff like that. So I also respect Kevin Smith's decision. Like, you know what I mean? I would love to see him go do, do something like that. He would give it the most ultimate respect, but he... Right. He's also the kind of guy who would be like, dude, that was fucking beautiful, and, and let it go through. And if it sucked, he'd be like, oh, fuck. Well, if he thinks it's beautiful, then it probably is. Well, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I I, I respect his sisters, and I, I would love to see him do it, but. That's a lot. That's a big role to take on, though. Like, yeah, that's. He's probably overwhelmed by it. He's like, I can't do it. Yeah. So, and anyway. I like just enjoying these things. I don't want to have to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so the Aquaman movie officially has cast its Black Manta. Um, yeah. Yahya Abdul Mateen II. The movie just began production. There was two of them. I guess. Two Yahya Abdul Mateen. <laughs> uh, the movie just began its production, and James Wan just finished his first set of table reads with the cast and crew. Hell yeah. So now this movie is going to be coming out before the Flash movie because the Flash movie still has no director and has experienced a page one rewrite. Just page one. No, like page, a page one rewrite in the movie universe means that they're starting over. Really? Yes. Interesting. They've totally ditched the script. Just a page one. Re- just page one sucks. Everything else is fantastic. <laughs> um, we're just gonna rewrite page. That's one. what I originally thought too, but. Well, that's all right. Well, I mean, I guess that means that they're starting from page one. Yeah, they're starting from page but, one, and yeah. everybody's still remaining in the cast. Everything's good, but they're starting from square one. 
All right, and Black Lightning, a pilot that was originally supposed to be picked up by Fox, has officially been moved and picked up by the CW. And opposed to previous reports, the show will most likely take place as a part of the shared universe within the CW. Black Lightning in the Arrowverse. My yep. vote is more Earth 38 and more Supergirl crossovers. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that maybe it doesn't take place in all of it, but like it's a shared universe with Supergirl. That would be cool. Yeah. Or be its own universe. Or, yeah. Or somehow exactly. he becomes involved. Maybe just on one of them other Earths that we'll discuss <laughs> later in this episode. So, and uh, we can save this for the end or right now, but. Right now. We watched a show. Powerless. Yeah, it was. It, the show, Powerless is that show where they, from the commercials, they start uh, like an insurance company. For yes. Super, for superheroes, like you buy your superhero insurance, I guess. But um, it changed. Yeah, the first episode was interesting. It was funny. I'd yeah. I definitely watched the second one. Hell yeah. I, I We laughed at least four, five times. Yeah, it was funny. It was really funny. And what, I, I don't know. I can't remember what you told me before your general rule of thumb is for laughing at a show. I don't know. Something like, if it, you know, if it makes you laugh so many times, like it's worth continuing. Okay. I don't remember. I think you told me that. I don't recall. I don't know. Either way. But that shit when he was just like, he's like, I'm a big picture kind of guy. He's like, see, this picture's huge. <laughs> yeah, that was so <laughs> fucking funny, dude. <laughs> fucking uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, dude, he's a genius, man. <laughs> I still, though, no matter how many times I see Alan Tudyk in anything, except for Rogue One, because he wasn't really him. Yeah. I just, oh, I always just see Steve the Pirate. Man. I can't, I can't get past that. Yeah, no, he has that, that look on his face always. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, man. I And... DC on screen podcast talks about this all the time, and I never thought about it before. But he would make a great live action Joker. Maybe, like in a movie universe. Or by something. looks, by looks, maybe. Yeah, I don't know about it. Yeah, he's he, a pretty good actor. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's not it doesn't necessarily make you a good actor if you can do it. Just if he could play crazy, really good. Some people think Luke like he's not a good actor as Luke. No, but he does an amazing Joker, and he probably would do an amazing Joker in life. So he just yeah. I mean, like, the closest thing we ever got was the trickster from that. I know, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, he's probably a little old now. Yeah. Back in the day, though, it would have been great. Yeah. But, all right, so let's move over to Marvel. Uh, This one's you. Iron Fist, March 17th on Netflix. Fuck yeah, I, I'm really excited for this one. Hell yeah, and you're so close to finishing Daredevil, I can taste it. I know, two episodes. Oh, man, I can't wait. And uh, the next one in the last... Oh, no, there's one more. Uh, so the la- the last bit of Marvel news here. Uh, Pierce Brosnan apparently now is a top contender for Cable and Deadpool 2. Which is weird. I'm not sure how I feel about the way he looks. Pierce Cable. Brosnan? Pierce Brosnan, yeah. I think I liked that one. He's just tiny. But Ron Perlman's also short, but he was broad enough, in my opinion. Oh, this one, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it just—it's just you know. I mean, he's not tiny, but he's just not cable big. Right. There are many people that are though. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, I, I'm sure that they'll that they'll do all these things. Like cable's fucking huge, yeah, dude. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like as big as Black Adam. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like the Rock would have to play him. The Rock just has to play every buff character in comics. Pretty much. Well, yeah. We're just going to have to, we're just, I mean, these comic books are setting impossible standards for human beings being able to play them in live action. Yeah. They're just going to, we're just going to have to accept that, accept the fact that it's like, it's like Barbie versus the real world. Setting standards for young women. So, I don't know. 
Are you looking some? Are you looking up just pictures of them? Let's see how big it is. <laughs> well, the last bit of news here, while he's looking that up before we move on, um, is actually a correction from last week. Uh, we stated that Stranger Things season two would be coming out in July, and that was wrong. According to the Super Bowl commercials, they reveal that Stranger Things season two will be released on Halloween this year. Um, or for probably in October, I imagine for the whole month of it, I I would assume. So, either way, I'm so excited. Still, that trailer was fucking dope. But now I have to wait so many more months, and I'm not looking. I, I just, ugh, it's driving me crazy. And a couple honorable mentions: the new Pirates of the Caribbean trailer, Fuck yeah, was awesome. Holy shit! Apparently, he's six foot eight at 350 pounds. Damn, of muscle. How big is Pierce Brosnan? Like, how tall is he? Six foot eight. Well, not many people are. (laughs) How tall is Shaquille O'Neal? Seven foot two. Seven foot two? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize he was that that tall. See, how tall is Pierce? (laughs) How tall is Shaq? How tall is Shaquille O'Neal? Pierce Brosnan is six two. So he's a good half of. He's my height. Yeah. He's half of a foot. So too short. Yeah. But they only have the CGI half yeah. of a foot yeah, more tallness on them. 350 pounds of muscle. No. And I don't think that they can. 180. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I wonder if I can find that out. Yeah, like about any celebrity. Like a, imagine women that don't <laughs> That would be so weird, man. 195 pounds. Yeah, about a, a 200 pounds. So they have to add 150 more pounds of muscle to make him look like Kate. Yeah. Diet another day. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get into our shows. Oh yeah, I, kn- the, I had a couple How honorable mentions. I have no if idea. We're looking at his dimensions of his body, we might as well. <laughs> well, so they were. They also released with the Super Bowl a new Guardians of the Galaxy clip. Really? Yes. Uh, it, was it was pretty cool. There was a new Logan clip. I heard about. I saw that one. It's pretty on cool. Facebook. And there was a not Transformers. Maybe yes, there was a Transformers. Because I remember you sent me when you sent me that link. Oh, okay, yeah. I saw, I, it was like a, like a, it took. I saw Transformers one down, and then I looked at that one too, and I was like, it was pretty cool. Um, I think that was it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there was anything else that came. Oh, yes. But that dude, that my Guardians of the Galaxy thing was dope. I didn't watch it. It was pretty cool. Um, no, man, no. that Pirates of the Caribbean thing, man. I cannot, I cannot wait for that movie. Yeah, that ship of his is pretty fucking nuts. <sighs> I'm running on that water, man. Like Jesus. the way that Javier Bardem's hair floats, like it just like yeah. is always moving up and I was like, so, I mean, wow. he's like stuck in limbo or something. Hey, there's something about him, man. They're not. Just I can't dead. wait. And the sea is being run by the dead, controlled by the dead now. Like, oh, what a what a line. We get to see fucking uh, Davy Jones. Yes, sir. Played by Orlando Bloom. Yeah. He had barnacles on his face. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I cannot wait. I'm so stoked for that movie. All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into the CW Arrowverse and uh, starting things off with Supergirl.
Season 2, Episode 10, titled We Can Be Heroes. Our episode starts off with Supergirl's promise to train Mon-El. He seems to be doing okay, but is still learning. They're training him. In like a, they're, pl- they're fighting the same fucking things from Superhero Fight Club. Deepo mm. mentioned to me. No, they, look, um, they look like those... Uh, yeah, little orbs. Yeah. Vegeta fights them. They look like things... Yeah, I was like. going to say that, and they also look like the things that Luke trains with. Yeah. From Star Wars. Everybody just trains with floating s- orbs <laughs> that shoot shit at you. Yeah, pretty much. His right. his uh The way that he attacked it, though, was... Like way different than I expected. Yeah. He just walked up. He just jumped up and punched the shit out of he it. He can't fly, right? I don't think. He's you know, fly. I don't think so. I was thinking about that during Cause this that, episode because I was like, why didn't he just fly <laughs> off? But well, there was like an episode where he was, he had to run or jump or something. In the very. Beginning. I think he can jump pretty high. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's super strong. Not quite super girl strong, but. Yeah. But um, with a bizarre episode from, with well, a bizarre episode from Magon. Ma- Magon Meaning, like she got, she seemed to be going into like a trance seizure thing. She was remembering things, ended up putting her in a coma. John Jones fights within himself about what to do, meaning he doesn't know if he should help. You know, he doesn't want to help her. He doesn't want to. Sh- he doesn't want to make the bond with her because, from his perspective, it's like I don't, she doesn't deserve to hear my family crying and all that because she's a white Martian. Dude, what a passionate argument for him though. He's like he she I will not let her see my daughter's smiles. I was like. Oh, that, yeah, 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 that's true, though. I mean, I agree. It was just very passionate. I was very, like, damn, yeah. man, well, he was fucking... He loves his family, man. Yeah, I agree with him, though. I mean, it was... He has every right. And uh, Guardian and Wynn are back at it again, and yet again, we have some more apprehension from Wynn. He's like, I can't do this, man, because like, he got shot. Fucking Guardian got shot. He's like, I got, it's a bullet hole. Like He's just freaking out again. Like Every episode, he's going to freak out about it. Like Just either do it or don't do it. Right. Um, he decides that Supergirl finally needs to know about James being Guardian. And he, James is like, I'll tell her, whatever, like after a couple, a little bit of a discussion. Um, we see Livewire. Uh, she's speaking to a psychiatrist in her prison cell. Livewire, along with some Randy, are broken out of jail by what seems to be a guard. Like a, gar- a guard, guy in guard clothes, at least. Rescued this random. I was like, who is the fuck is that bitch? And then DJ's like, I don't know. So um, she ended up being just a Randy. A Randy. But they got her out. After a couple bad puns. This episode um, was full of them. <laughs> th- this show is. Yeah. This ruffles Supergirl's feathers because of how dangerous she is and how she should have been locked up at the DEO. Um, meaning, like, uh, Livewire. You know, Livewire is very dangerous, and she has, like, a, a fucking grudge against Supergirl for what happened to her. I don't know why it bothered me so bad that they kept throwing the, the word nemesis around. There's nemesis-ish, I guess. I like, know. It just that girl was always after Supergirl. It just like, bothered me. Yeah, whatever. It's like, this is her nemesis, like... Really, but so we uh, haven't seen her since the fucking Flash crossover. Yeah, Supergirl gets very because she was in jail. Supergirl yeah. gets very uh, concerned because she doesn't give a shit how many people she kill. You know, she's dangerous. She'll kill people. Um, and she she's like pissed off. She's like, she should have been locked up at the DEO, not at some not in some human prison. She's not human anymore. I mean, there is an there is an attack on the police and some type of garage by what seems to be Livewire, only to find out that it was the guard and that Randy chick. Now, her name's not Randy. We're calling her... We used to call these people Randys. The guys that come over to the apartment or the whatever. Just Randy. Just a couple of Randys. Or random people. Randys. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I heard some shit like that the other day. I was like, what the fuck? It sounds like someone's fucking throwing stones at the nerd cave. Something, but I don't know, man. I kind of... I don't know. Toothless is looking out for us. Yeah? He hasn't told me anything. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, the, but it's... these. That Randy chick and that officer are like they have like live wire powers and we're like what the fuck like there's more of her like yeah know, because at this point we don't know what's going on I mean I, and I agree with you man her powers are fucking dope oh they're cool 
Now, uh, then they fight him, and you know, yeah, they have lightning powers, but it doesn't give them that strength to punch Supergirl and hurt her. I don't think. Like I wouldn't imagine just having lightning powers. No. No, it's I mean, the second week in a row that there's been some weird shit. Yeah, same moment. It's on Flash tonight, too. Just like they can't catch an SUV. So, like, it would be instant. Yeah, but it was, like, not... Yeah, I, I mean... Like it shows them on the radar they were driving. And it shows this car, like, swerving and Flash swerving, like, behind it. Like, it would be so... Easy. You wouldn't even know. Yeah, but it was a lot less short-lived. <laughs> it was a lot more short-lived yeah, than it was last week when they were motorcycle. fucking chasing plunder on the motorcycle. Yeah, but still, I don't know. Well, they have to do it for purposes, whatever I know, but... <coughs> Last week, there was no excuse, though. Kevin Smith directed that episode. Yeah, that's true. And uh, he should have been like, Supergirl can totally fucking deflect a missile coming at her, guys. Yeah, that's true. But um, we digress. Well, yeah, but on the attack, we find out that they, those two have live water's power somehow. Um, in this first real-world test, Monel seems to struggle with command, leaving an officer in danger, only for Guardian to rescue him, but still, them both, but they both get injured, get electrocuted. Guardian probably saved that dude's life. True. But they both got hurt. But because Monel, which we find out later, why he went to rescue Supergirl instead of doing what she told him and to save the people. Right. Um, Guardian being unconscious, Supergirl unmasks him, finding out that he is James. And whoops, because that's yeah. not, you know he should have told her. I mean, there was a scene earlier when they were in the office, and he was like wanted to tell her, but she was being kind of weird, and so he ended up deciding just not to tell her. Yep. And then now, you know, of course she finds out on her own. She's going to be more pissed. Unmasked him and she's like, that's not what you want to see. No, your turn. So back at the DEO, Guardian and Mon-El both get an earful from Supergirl. She does not approve of Guardian or how Mon-El just doesn't follow orders. And I said that out loud. I was like, man, he doesn't listen to orders very well. Um, so John finally deciding to help McGon goes inside her mind and pulls her out of her coma. Yeah, we say that just because it's like we don't know. Yeah, it did. seemed coma-ish. Yeah, they didn't really. Like green Martian or White Martian does. <laughs> they didn't really call it anything specifically. But so with the outcome of them be- being friends now and her being free, the group finds out that Livewire, or and her being free. Sorry, that was, and the end statement. The group finds out that Livewire did not did not break out and was abducted, telling them, let's see, telling them that. He doesn't know where she is when lied and told Guardian where she is for some hopeful redemption, um, That meaning that he would redeem himself and and have it not be so an- angering to Supergirl. Yeah, saying that pretty much that he can prove himself, that he can do it himself. But, uh, yes, go ahead. So, this, uh, so having overheard them, Monel shows up to help Guardian free live wire from the scientist, only for them to both be swiftly handcuffed. Now, Should we didn't mention earlier on, though, but uh, yeah, Livewire was captured. Yes. By a scientist. I know we kind of just went right into that, but it's fine. We, that's why we did it. We could talk about it, but Livewire is chained, like wrapped up or whatever. Yeah, and like Something. hooked up to some sort of machine. Her battery. Yeah, being used as a battery pretty much to Give these fuel these other people. I don't know. It was very weird. And you're making super soldiers out of her energy. Um, let's see. Swiftly handcuffed. Where is that at? I lost my spot. Third okay. Line. So here we learn that the scientist is harnessing Livewire's energy to create super soldiers of some sort. Supergirl shows up and saves the day. With a little back and forth, Livewire decides not to kill the scientist as, and as part of a bargain for a head start um, to get away from Supergirl before she continues to go after her. Right. Because um, she's like, I will. It's like, if you run, I will come after you. Right. But she's giving her a head start. 
for not killing that man. And in the closing of the episode, has Supergirl thinking maybe Livewire can change? Um, she still disapproves of Guardian, but will not stop them. And Monel expresses his love for Supergirl, meaning what for their duo? Yeah, in the future. Like, like, how are they going to team up? Is, you know, I don't feel like I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be able to. He's not going to be in it forever. But we still got that bitch coming after him too. We didn't see anything about that. That's true. Yeah, we didn't get any more of that story this yeah. time. And he also called himself Superman. He's like, I'm, I'm, he's like, he said, I'm Superman 2 or something. Yeah, it was some weird thing. It's like, I'm one of them Supermen. <coughs> but, I mean, it was a good episode. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. All of these episodes, and then all of these episodes uh, this this week weren't like super plot heavy. You know, they didn't really yeah, go. Like, you probably could have, they all seemed fillerish. Yeah. Maybe Legends had a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, Legends was, well. Than usual. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I know, right? Legends <laughs> had the most plot. This week, opposed to all the other. Yeah, shows. usually the episodes are just like random brandies. But all right, so let's go ahead and move over to the Flash. Oh, yeah. No, Flash. Oh, yeah, Legends is third. So, The Flash, Season 3, Episode 11, Dead or Alive. Um, Our episode opens with an arms deal of future weaponry. Plunder's weapons explained. Uh, So, this, last week we were talking about Plunder's crazy weapons that we didn't, they never explained where the fuck they came from, and I remember talking to you about it. We were very confused. Mm Mm-hmm. but these guys, and they still didn't really explain it, but these guys are arms dealers arms dealers of very future weapon stuff. Yeah, the, the weapons that Plunder had. Yes. Because like, they say that they're like, uh, did you start reading this? Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we still don't understand how this guy's getting these weapons, but at least we understand how Plunder is. Because like, that was some pretty crazy weapon. Hell yeah. That's so, I mean, that answers that question. I like when that happens. Yeah. So Barry and Wally rush together as a team to stop the men. The women from the... Oh, yeah. All right. So this is that weird scene that didn't make any sense with the fucking uh, uh, cheerleaders. Yeah. I mean, I guess he rescued them because there was guys with sh- that were shooting heading towards them on the bridge. But right. So, I mean, it was they funny, still dude. saved the day. I guess they were like, who know. are you? And he was just Barry's like, go ahead, dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> like, can we take a selfie with you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, ladies. <laughs> I love Wally, dude. Have you seen somebody jerk off at 1,500 miles an hour? <laughs> I was wondering if that would be a problem for Flash. What? Just low stamina. Just friction. Well, well that would, too. How could it be a problem? He would never have low stamina. No, I mean, like, you low... fuck your chick 100 times before you can blink. Do you think he can vibrate his penis? Probably. He's probably a really great lay. I guarantee it. I was reading about it. There was a, a thing on <laughs> Facebook about the women talking about the best lays in, in D.C., and some girls like really Martian Manhunter. He could become whatever he wants, and he can make whatever part of his body anything. And then one of them was like, uh, I can't remember. It might have been Wonder Woman or something. One of the girls. She's like, No, Flash. <laughs> Flash Damn straight. And, and everybody's like, Yeah, we agree with you. <laughs> but then it ended up being that. And then and then it showed a, a panel of Flash and saying, and he's like, See, that's what they'd say every time. Like they were having a discussion of what women would say. Yeah, <laughs> it was just so funny. <laughs> you never seen? You didn't see that? No, I didn't. That's funny though. 
All right, so uh, the the woman from the breach at the end of last week's episode that just popped out, um, she's searching for HR, seeming and seemingly vibing, um, which was weird. But she was she goes to CC Jitters, um, to seek out his location. She goes there and she vibes him buying coffee because he's fucking there every goddamn day. Cause this man loves coffee more than anything. Wow, he's fucking all three of them at once. <laughs> That's not what I meant to look up. No, but that's crazy. This is not what I'm meaning to look up. Interesting. Um, All right, so Julian, the newest member of Team Flash, brings a certain level of dickish realism to the team. He's saying that Barry cannot save Iris at his level of speed growth between now and May, Uh, which was, I mean, it makes sense. He's he's basically, it's impossible. Like, at the rate that you're... Uh, going now, you'll never make it to that to the speed that you need to do. I, I can't remember what they said. One was it like one point two seconds, something like that. Some crazy fucking impossible number. Yeah, ridiculous. <coughs> so back at the speed lab, the mysterious woman shows up outside of Star Labs looking for HR. She's quickly. She's quickly. <laughs> I am quickly. <laughs> so, she's very quickliest chips I've ever eaten. <laughs> she's quickly revealed to be Gypsy. A collector from Earth-19, here to get H.R. Wells for violating their greatest law of interdimensional travel, which is punishable by death on their Earth. Wells agrees to receive his penalty and is given one hour to get his affairs in order. During this time, he reveals that all can be forgotten of him if he wins trial by combat. Meaning they can get out of trouble by... That's the only way he can appeal with a lawyer or anything he has to... Right. And he has to fight the collector that to comes death. for him. Yeah, to death. So upon Wells' supposed leave of Earth-1, Cisco and Barry speak up, and Cisco challenges him, him challenges himself for trial by combat. Well, he doesn't challenge himself. He doesn't go, Cisco, I challenge you. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, he sets him, he, he challenges her He challenges her himself. Right. <laughs> he challenges himself for death by combat. <laughs> that would be interesting. I'm kicking my ass. <laughs> Do you mind? He just vibes himself. That would be ridiculous. It'd be weird. Um, be like Barry, take me back five minutes ago. I'm gonna I'm fight my myself. Ass. I'm <laughs> kicking. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking beat my ass. That'd be one way to train, man. Go fight. I w- I've always said that, dude. I always said that. I wish I could go back in time, like one minute, and just wrestle with myself or fight with myself. Like it'd become better. Yeah. Would you have sex with yourself? Yeah. Well, yeah. You would. I mean, that depends. Would I put my wiener in my butt? I don't know. Where? <laughs> now, if I jerk off my past self, is that still masturbating? I don't know. Dut, you could dust rudder yourself. Yeah, but I do that anyway, kind of. <laughs> I, mean, I guess, like, it, would, it really wouldn't be all that <laughs> It'd be different. weird to dutch rudder myself. Like. <laughs> would, would you look yourself in the eye? Would I look myself in the eye while I'm dutch ruddering? <laughs> well, Have you ever looked in the mirror while you came? I just like riding your own face. I can't just, recall. Yeah, I can't recall. Right into the sink, dude. That. Just. I've never been. I don't think that I. I guess my upstairs bathroom has a mirror directly in front of my toilet, but no. But I mean, standing up. No. In front of the no, toilet. I don't do that standing up. You don't ever masturbate standing up ever. No. Why? Why? Why is that so weird? I don't know. I just I do it all kinds of I, handstands. Sure. Handstands. One one handstand, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> one hand handstand, obviously. One handstand, obviously. 
I've been see- I've been seeking <laughs> something for this episode's title. <laughs> no, I like that. I also like that from Ben's uh, when he's like, "Did he just call us minions or whatever?" Oh, oh man, what did he say? Uh, lackeys or no? Damn it! We're gonna have to look it up now because that would be a good one too. But one hand stand obviously is the top contender at the moment. Um, let's see here. Uh, he challenges, yeah, to trial by combat. So to keep Wells here and is given 24 hours to prepare for the match, which at this point seems to us and everyone involved. And by us, I mean the viewer and to everyone involved in the show to be slightly one-sided. Um, everyone is, it's really funny. The, the back and forth that comes between everybody, um, like Julian and everybody, then they keep they keep being like, "Oh yeah, you can win, Cisco." Like, and he just because like, he's always quite, he's constantly questioning it. It's pretty funny. So upon oh no, that was I already read that. Uh, uh, so during his training, where he doesn't seem to be getting much better, uh, the Flash and <laughs> Wells decide to take matters into their own hands by capturing Gypsy with, <laughs> which they promptly <laughs> fail. <laughs> I can't find it, dude. Uh, Julian, having found a weakness in Gyp- uh, yeah, in Gypsy's attack, relays it to Cisco, and they continue training. <laughs> uh, much like their Flashpoint counterparts, Wally and Iris decide to work together to get her story about the imported guns. Her newfound fearlessness of death almost gets her killed, but Wally rescues her. She's af- she's afraid not of death, but of leaving an of not leaving an imprint behind in the world. The showdown begins as we see an awesome inter-multiversal battle. We see Earth 2, Earth 38, and some lava world. Yeah, that fight was fucking dope. Like, they were just, they were just opening up to me. I gotta mention, I don't know much about Gypsy before this episode. I looked her up and whatever, but from what I was reading about her, the powers that she has are not that. That is not. She does not the same thing as Vibe. No. From what I was reading. Not even close. I think we did we did go over her uh, powers in one of our previous episodes. In the yeah. news section, yeah, I think we did too. But like they they had her doing vibe, the same exact thing vibe can do. Like that's mm-hmm. weird. I don't know. Uh, according to that news article that we did read, if I recall correctly, she's going to be more of a part of the show than just that. Right. Like I'm sure we're going to see her again. Since seeing as how Cisco can vibe himself to Earth 38, Earth 19, he probably gonna he's probably gonna go get her. Um. So where were we it wasn't minion. minion. It wasn't minion or lackey. No, Lackey was different. That Lackey was in the in the vault. It was something. We'll have to we'll look Henchman. it up. We'll look it up. So when they were fighting each other, I rem- yeah, I remember exactly when it happened. So subordinate. No. Uh, so finally, back on Earth, one vibe utilizes her weakness and wins the fight. And her weakness was the fact that she jumps up off the ground a little bit before she enters a breach. Um, he wins the fight, but allows her to live. Also, saving no, right HR. after she exits the breach. Okay, yeah. So when she exits breach, she's she's up off the ground a tad. Um, so also saving HR from death, but due to Gypsy's ego and not being able to admit defeat, she cuts a deal with Wells, saying that as long as he doesn't go back to Earth nineteen, she will tell him he's she will tell them he's dead. Um, the episode ends with Barry deciding that he will not be the one to rescue Iris, but will fall upon Wally's shoulders. So this Wells is going to be around, man. This is it. I like this Wells. I do too. He's fucking hilarious. He cracks me up more than anything. But so yeah, uh, that 
that we didn't get much more into the Savitar storyline at all. A little bit. No, no. I mean, a little. Yeah, they were mentioned. He was mentioned a little bit. But, but uh, it's just not. the fact that Wally, you know, they're gonna make Wally do it because Barry's quickly realizing that the rate Wally is developing, developing is going to be, he's going to be faster than Barry. Yeah. So he has to be the one to stop Savitar. Right. So we're gonna be moving on then to Legends of Tomorrow. I want some Peking Dragon and some Egg Rolls. But is that how I just said it? <laughs> Something like that. It's All weird, right. man. Legends of Tomorrow, Season 2, Episode 10, titled The Legion of Doom, which is pretty cool. It, it... I'll tell you what you said last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and the episode starts out with, uh, da- <laughs> he's just like, my name is Damien Dark. Yeah, it was really weird from, like, Flash Arrow. Like, it's like, I'm, hello, my name's Oliver Ryan. Hello, this is Barry Allen. <laughs> it was, I am yeah. the fastest man alive. It was pretty fucking strange. I was like, what the fuck is happening? But It's funny because I'm not getting as tired of Damian Dark in Legends as I was in Arrow. Well, he was fucking annoying in Arrow. All he did was force choke people. He doesn't have his magical powers in <laughs> Legends. And I'm but he's like, still a boss. Uh, but he's, yeah, they're funny. Like, yeah, they are funny. This show is funny. Me up. All right, so getting some insight from the perspective of the Legion of Doom, we see them trying to torture information out of Rip Hunter, which Rip doesn't have anymore because he is no longer Rip Hunter. Now, that's something I was wondering about. <laughs> the, uh, does the piece itself have the ability to rewrite history? I, I'm not sure. I, uh, I said reality last time. Oh, yeah, reality. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If anybody's very confused as to what's happening here... <laughs> Uh, we were recording earlier again. We were recording everything we just said, but it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't record, so we are trying to make it exact. We have this nice new uh, piece of equipment here that we <laughs> just paid for, and it, it shuts it off. It goes inactive time. after, if we pause for a brief yeah. period of time, it goes oh, inactive. Oh, yeah. So uh, we, <laughs> that's what's happening. That's what you guys are experiencing. Yeah, works. so the, the, the pieces alone can rewrite reality, but maybe only... A certain level, like his mind. Yeah. But if it, I mean, but if it can still do it, why the hell do they need? Uh, it has to it has to be a power thing. Each piece alone is powerful, but together it does something even crazier. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. I. It makes me believe that maybe like. You know what's what, so strange? That's a very coincidental. What? That we are playing a game right now, and and called Camelot Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And our goal right now is to find all three pieces of the Spear of Destiny. Really. Yeah, and they don't watch Legends of Tomorrow, so they have no idea. Interesting. The fact that, I mean, we've been doing this for weeks. Right. So for that, like, it's just a crazy coincidence. Yeah, that, that is. he has cr- us going after that. And then, because we, we were playing that before we realized what they were after on the show. Does it do the same thing? Uh, well, we're using it to close. I mean, I guess so. Rear it's reality? Yeah, because there's, uh, from another dimension, there's things breaking through our, into our dimension, and we gotta we need that to close the, the portals and shit. Huh. Interesting. I was wondering if maybe by the end of it, like by the time you're done with that campaign, if we don't get our answers before then, dude, it's not. It's gonna take like a long time. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, the it's pretty crazy. It's just I. I thought I was thinking. I keep thinking about it, but I keep forgetting to tell you. That's, yeah, really that's, cool. that is a pretty interesting coincidence. But um, but yeah, I I'm starting to think that maybe what Rip, what Rip did with his uh spear piece, no, with his memory, was not a result of the spear of destiny I, I know it looked like it was you think like that they're throwing us off 
like like what he what when they when they said it in the last episode about what he did at the with the what the fuck did they call it the thing in the fucking wave rider where he like grabbed it or whatever uh, the time like i don't thing. like i want to say that maybe he stuck the spear into it and it did something but like i think that he did that and that's what re, like Bumping rewrote his his memories like and that the mm. spear of destiny is just not not has nothing to do with it mm. like that he didn't do it to himself via the spear just in a different way but he did it to hide the spear like to hide they're, it. they're making it kind of look like that it was a spear Though that, that's what i'm saying like, that would it, be a loop it, they'd throw you for they would it might be you know what i mean but i feel like it's not like i feel like he just did it to be like well i need to hide this because he realized that they were going to come after it and he's like this is the only way i can hide it deep within my fucking memory core like yeah <laughs> something like that um. <laughs> so uh after some torture blah 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 uh damien finds a way no Damien goes in there and pulls a tooth out that ends up having a barcode on it that leads him to the bank a bank in Switzerland to a safety deposit bank or a safety deposit box in the year 2025 trying to take the quiet route Malcolm and Damien fail like they tried to have him go in as Rip Hunter and do it but he then ended up coming there was a code that he had to say that he didn't know right and that obviously he's not going to know it they can't fake that right um even though, yeah, uh, they fail. While Reverse Flash is off doing whatever he's doing, like clockwork, because they mentioned he always his his watch goes off, and then he always leaves. Every time, and like Malcolm's like, it's like clockwork with you, like you know. Yeah, go do so your thing becoming very s- s- suspicious. Yes, uh, there's a little bit of hostility due to the fact that Reverse Flash finds himself above the others, but they will not have it because <laughs> well, there are three. Like, well, Reverse Flash works alone generally, so he's always in charge where he's at. Um, Damien Dark was the leader or is in charge of his shit and fucking Malcolm was Raish fucking Al Ghul the leader of the fucking everything I am Raish Al Ghul <laughs> I, you were, I was Raish Al Ghul I used to be <laughs> Raish Al Ghul at one point in time I was Raish Al Ghul <laughs> 20 years ago I was Raish Al Ghul until, until, dude, he kicked my, until a lesser kicked my ass dude that shit used to crack me up and they're like how do you keep getting in here he's like I am Raish Al Ghul I'll get like, in wherever I please <laughs> I love it, man. It cracks me up. It's the truth. I love Malcolm Merlin. But uh, so yeah, they're not okay with Reverse Flash. Like being, he's like acting as the boss. Like pretty much, I can kill you. I will kill you if you guys don't fucking listen. Uh, dude, I got tired <coughs> in this episode. I got a little. I got a, it was a little overused. How how much Damian Dark would, was making fun of Malcolm's missing hand. Yeah, <laughs> like he mentioned it like five times. Yeah. He's yeah. like, at least in my future, I'll have both my hands. Like. What the fuck? One for each finger, dude. He has to talk shit about every appendage on that hand. <laughs> I guess, man. It's it ridiculous. But Malcolm, equ- maybe not equally, but at least twice. Which is like, well, at least I'm not dead. In at my least d- twice. You said twice with two <laughs> so, two syllables. Twice. Uh, <laughs> that's a twice. <laughs> now, even dude, oh, man. That's another competing even though the episode. Even though Malcolm and Damien are fighting, thanks to the rip, no, thanks to rip, they realize they need to work together. Now, this is the scene where they're, like, fighting, and they're working, and uh, they have to, they look at him and say, did he just refer to us as underlings? <laughs> it's <just> so funny. <laughs> <coughs> they have to work together to stop Eobard. Meanwhile, the legends head back to Central City 2017 to have Lily Stein help make the amulet work in the Wave Rider. Now, they didn't know they were going back for Stein. Uh, Stein only said that he is a co-worker. How did it, what do you call it? Like a, a partner or some whatever. Yes. A partner. 
Um, and then ended up, and then he took Jefferson with him, and it ended up being his daughter, Lily. Now he told he now he's like he's in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you laughing at? I don't know. I, I said it. I couldn't say it. The words. A tall weiss. But beforehand, Stein was like, "Don't tell her she's an aberration." Blah blah. blah. He like looked right at Mick, and Mick's like, "Why are you looking at me?" <laughs> yeah, really. He's just like, "Well, why? I would never do anything like that." And. Speaking of, only for Mick to display the very ignorance he was warned not to use and reveal her to be an aberration. She goes, what's, a, what's an aberration? He goes, ask your father. I don't know. I can't do a good Mick Rory impression. But, uh, of course, he's going to let it slip, just like Stein predicted. Uh, and then this caused some resentment towards her father from him. Because, you know, but how can you tell somebody that? They're, you know, been, there's, no, there's no matter what situation you're in. You ain't going to be able to tell somebody that they're an aberration. They didn't exist in, according to them a year ago. How do you, That's a hard thing to tell anybody. Yeah. But uh, and but she ends up successfully f- like pretty much merging the amulet with Gideon, the firmware, I guess, whatever she, and then like, so she can like go through all that information at, at hand's notice so they know where all the pieces are, which it, it would be really quick of them to find it all. Yeah, that's true. Not too... Uh, Causing some, but after not, while the rest of the team tried to figure out who the mysterious speedster is, see, it's funny because we know very clearly who it is, and but they're like, "Who is this guy? Like he doesn't exist." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, then I, I, thought, then I, I, I thought, thought it was forgot very strange, it, but I forgot about the fact that he was erased from history. Yeah, that so it, that he like, existed outside the timeline. Like, so I, unless they experienced him with Barry, they wouldn't have known. Like, I never realized all either. Like it that that during Flashpoint. That Barry picked him out of the timeline yeah. from the past. Yeah. Like, I never realized that at all. So, interesting. Um, so, they're trying to figure out who he is, and then Stein ends up realizing that he is Eobard Thawne. He knew the, all the whole story because he was like he was involved. He was Firestorm at that point. Right. I guess. And Malcolm and Damien break into the bank to retrieve what ends up being a little a literal memory card containing R- Rip's memories. Only for, Sha- only for Thawne to show up once again. But they were ready for him. They locked themselves in the vault, forcing him to come clean about his true intentions and his constant absences. We find out that the Black Flash is after him. I totally called this. I'm getting really good at calling shit. I think Lane might be from the future. But uh, it was just dope, dude. And as soon as I, I pretty much, as soon as, soon as, as, soon as I said, uh, we're going to see Black Flash this season, right? You're like, yep. And like, probably 10 seconds later, it shows him running through the city. Like, it was so cool, oh, though. It was dope. It was pure th- it's a CG, and it's obvious, but... I don't know. So Zoom is still the coolest looking speedster, to, to my opinion. Yeah, dude. Black Flash is horrifying, though. Yes, I've, like walks oh, yeah. around like fucking sounds like a Velociraptor, dude. It's weird to me that he can't see; only he can feel them. There, like, you know, he should still know that that is him. You know, I was under the impression that that wasn't how the Speed Force worked. I don't know, man. Like that, like due to him, his running constantly. Like I thought the Speed Force is always just a part of you. I think it is. That's but, why, like, that's maybe, like, do you have to access it only when you're running? I don't know. Like, it could be the same concept of, like, in Dragon Ball. They always have their en- – Dragon Ball Z, they have their energy, but they can make it so low that you can't read it. Like the Force, too? Yeah, I guess so. In Star Wars? Yeah, they have – I don't know. Maybe you're just making it so minuscule that – Yeah. Know. I still think that the Black Flash – I don't know much about the Black Flash. I'm going to have to research that, but – but uh, it's after him, and he always has to keep moving, or does he? They come up with a way to temporarily, temporarily subdue the Black Flash and end up locking him in the vault by telling him to stay still. And it shows, like, Eobard, like, walking. 
yeah like walking and i was like that's weird like it's weird to see uh, the flash walking like, yeah it was it was like the same time when we saw barry lose his powers and he was like just riding the bus it was just weird it was pretty dope the way they did it too like they waited for any like yelled in his face and then I don't remember what Damien did. They did him and Malcolm did something, and then the Flash punch, the reverse Flash punched him. It was so cool though when when uh when uh, Malcolm shot an arrow at the Black Flash. Yeah, he was just like woof. Like, oh yeah, that's what they did. They distracted him. Yeah, it was fuck. I was like, holy shit! Like he he caught the arrow and then like he caught the sword or whatever. He st- tried to stab at him or whatever. And, and then flat yeah, and then reverse and Flash. Punch him, dude. That was a dope ass. Dude. Fuck yeah, dude. That punch was nuts. Punch him way back into the fucking vault. I would not want to be the reverse flash after that. Dude. That's Hell no. Dude, he was absolutely mortified. Hell yeah. At the existence of this. Because he, he said he thought it was a time wraith. But this is way worse than a time wraith. Yeah. I want to see what he does to him when when he finally comes for them and it's their time. So um, they come up with a way to temporarily do the black flash uh, while they go to retrieve Rip's memories from the card. While changing something, apparently causing him... Well, while changing something, like he was like, we're going to change something in his memories or whatever, because he, he had like access to his memories on a computer screen, which is nuts. Yeah, well, he, the way he worded it, I mean, uh, which I, I, maybe I'm just not familiar with how this term is correctly used, but he said, well, we're going to... Not after we t- uh, change some of his shortcomings. And then it just like, fast forward to, or backtrack, flashback. Was like, what are we going to do? Keep him from biting his nails? Yeah, and he was like, something like that, and... It's Christmas Day, nineteen seven or seventeen seventy five, and it's fucking Rip Hunter going to kill George Washington. Like, yeah, that's weird. Fucking strange, but I don't know. It's like what? Or like I don't really know in what context they meant by that, but I will find out. As we said, that was pretty much like the most plot heavy storyline for Legends of Tomorrow. What are you gonna? What are you was Wazowskian? Cool Whippian. All right. Well, that concludes Legends of Tomorrow. And the last thing that we have to talk about here was this pretty awesome episode of Arrow. Arrow. It was pretty awesome, but not a lot happened at the same time. I don't know, enough happened, but yeah, not. This is our shortest yeah. plot summary. Alright, so season five, episode eleven, entitled Second Chances. With the team or yeah, with the team <laughs> she's they're trying to find a replacement for the black canary from Laurel's wishes. Oliver seems to be turning down everyone that Felicity is throwing at him. Until we come across a woman named Well not just Felicity, everybody was, well, yeah, everybody was, dog was doing contestants, it but um until we come across a woman named Tina Boland, who is in Hub City, who we saw at the in the last episode last week, um, that happens to have excellent hand-to-hand skills and a canary-type cry. And she's also a metahuman. And um, <laughs> Rory says something that sounds a lot like the words batshit. Yeah, I can't remember what he says. <laughs> um, but they mean destiny. Whatever it was that he said, they mean, it means destiny. Like fate or destiny. Yeah. Because, of course, they're looking for a replacement for Black Canary, and there happens to be this badass fighter that How can do a canary cry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so trying to help Diggle f- further, Adrian Chase found some information that could lead to a victory for them. But Felicity is needed to gather it all. And whilst hacking the NSA, another hacker contacts her to meet IRL in real life. 
This girl is part of a group called Helix from the New 52 storyline. Uh, what, the Green Arrow storyline in New 52? Mm-hmm. Is, that where, is that where she comes from? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You just knew that it was from New 52? Yeah. Okay, so she apparently got info that Felicity needed and gave it to her because she idolizes her. During this, Oliver, Renee, and Curtis are attempting to recruit Tina. She's being difficult due to her vendetta. Trying to help her out, they come across Sonus? Sonus. A metahuman with sonic abilities, a.k.a. Discord. I don't think they mentioned the name Discord in this episode, but I was looking it up on Facebook. Right. That was like his villain name. They didn't have much information about him, though. Right. So getting to see some more flashbacks of Talia al Ghul, we see Oliver become the Hood. Um, and she, dude, she knew quite an awful lot. Yeah, I mean, she's a legal assassin. Man, she's Ray Shuggles' daughter. And Oliver does not find that out this episode. He does. He has no idea that. All he knows is that her name is Talia. Like, yeah, he doesn't know. I don't even know if he. But he finds out that, or she reveals to him that. Um, what the hell was that guy's name? You know what I'm talking about? Constantine? No, 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 no. The Japanese guy from season one. Fr- fruit, fruit salad? Fruit salad? No, I... Fuck. Fenrir. Fenru. Fun. Typhoid. You should know. You know the names better than I do. I don't fucking remember that guy's name. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. The Japanese guy that trained Oliver back in season one to fight against Slade. Um, she was one of his, or he was one of Talia's students. So whatever the fuck that means, I don't know what kind of classroom she's running, but um, I doubt I doubt he was a member of the League of Assassins. So after a final confrontation with Sonus and an awesome rooftop battle with a helicopter, which was fucking dope. This dude, this fight scene was nuts. Yes, it was. <laughs> and it, dude, in that one flashback, Oliver was fucking taking. Taking dudes out, stay them st- status. Yeah, like hand to hand, gun to gun, fucking awesome. Um, but Oliver straight up, the helicopters ain't shit to him. He fucking took that fucker down like nothing. Um, but Oliver tries to talk Tina out of killing Sonus, and sh- but she kills him anyway. Back in Star City, Diggle is given the good news that he's going to be able to go home and um, hug his son and his wife, and then Tina who actually reveals herself to be, drumroll, Dinah Drake, the original Black Canary from the comics. She's seemingly here to join Team Arrow. So that's pretty dope. Dude, I don't think you're ever going to find that on that. That, that shit. They, they have that for everybody. Yao Fei. Yao Fei. I don't think you're going to find it on there. <laughs> oh, well. I was wrong. Of course. It's pretty much what I say every day when I wake up. <laughs> Why? I'm going to be wrong today. <laughs> no. Everybody's wrong someday, every day. Everybody's wrong every day? Are you? I'm wrong about some things. Every day? Maybe. Probably not, but sometimes. <laughs> it's all right. Sorry. All, right, all right, so. But yeah, it was a good episode. He took down that fucking helicopter. Was beast. Yeah. It's fucking great. You like that dude's gun? I think he just has like fully automatic handguns. <laughs> Mad dog. Yeah, dog dude, they're gunning. like little tiny SMG like Uzis. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. He's kind of a bad shot, but he's 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 all right. I like Renee. He's getting he's getting up there. 
He's spraying prey. Spraying prey. It's like calling on Call of Duty when you don't zoom in. You just, you just like hit fire. Oh, and just yeah. Shoot just to hopefully that bullets hit. What's the real word for it? Hit fire. No. Blind fire. No. Yeah. That's what, that's what I heard. Well, spraying. It just, well, it just, well, I think that was coined from hip Gears fire. of War. Hip fire. Because you can blind fire on Gears of War. You can just fucking... But that's when you're like that, looking up over the thing. Yeah. That's not the same. Call well, Duty yeah. on your hip. You just shoot with the cursor. Yeah, that... I mean, yeah, hip fire is the same thing. I, I, know, I know what you're talking about, but I'm talking like... That too. Like, he kind of just... Because he was just like running and just shooting off to the side without even looking. Who? Renee. Oh, well, in that instance, I just mean in general. Well, yeah, that too. Spray and pray. All right, so what else? Uh, there was uh, next else next week up. we have. Ooh, next week we're gonna have Walking Dead. Oh my God, we're probably gonna fucking do a whole episode on that now. Interesting point. But this is also gonna be the last episode of these four of this Arrowverse. Is it? Didn't, didn't you say there was three more? Is it the third? I I was just assuming. I have no idea. Oh, uh, it's I, not thought, gonna, I mean it, it. It's gonna go on break here soon, but I don't know. I when. thought you said there was three. Oh, you I, said that about Gotham. That, yeah, it was Gotham. Yeah. Which, Gotham. by the way, guys, oh, yeah. we talked about those two episodes that aired. We're going to start talking about Gotham now. Yeah, Gotham's going to be on the schedule after when it comes back for the for the final bit. But that fucking last Jerome episode? Cray, cray. Hell yes, dude. Like, a couple of notable things. The uh, human whack-a-mole game. Oh, God, that shit was crazy. Uh, the uh, piranha tank dunking booth. The, she was holding a balloon in her mouth and they were throwing darts at it. Yes, that. Um, and we got the uh, cannon uh, with a giant cannonball, <laughs> silverware, and knives. Yeah. That Bruce miraculously escapes out of. Uh, he totally does everything the way I could see the, the cartoon Joker doing it. When he's carrying that cannonball, just like... <laughs> <laughs> he, he does such a good job at bringing the comic book Joker to life, man. I got, oh, yeah, he's he's Or the cartoon perfect. book, either like way. When, when, like, Jim, when Jim Gordon shows up, he's like, Detective Gordon! He's like, you're just about to see the show. Like, mm-hmm. it was beautiful. It I was just, see the Joker saying that. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. Oh, man, he's going to be the Joker. He's going to be the Joker that everybody wants to be. Yeah, and then you get the, uh, the fun house... Which mirrors. was very reminiscent of the, of the, the Killing Joke. Yeah, um, I would love to see a live action Killing Joke with him in it. Maybe it wasn't the Killing Joke that I'm thinking of. I think it was the other one. Yeah, where the, like the where Dark Knight Returns. Snaps his own neck yeah. Oh my god, dude, that fucking shit was crazy. Um, yeah, the Dark Knight Returns Part Two. Yeah, uh, with the Funhouse and those weird little human kid fucking things. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly which one I'm thinking of. But very, very Gothamy. For this for this show, and then Bruce punching him till his face pops off, and Jim Gordon punching his face completely off. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And Harvey Harvey's just like, now you can fully officially say that you punched some dude's face off. Yeah, I would. I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> so uh, one more th- quick thing, uh, we said in the past that we were going to do a crossover pod with the Walking Dead Enthusiast podcast for the premiere. Are we? Uh, no. Why? We're going to do one eventually, but. I messaged Sebastian, and I uh, said, well, so we've officially not prepared at all for next week. And he said, yeah, sorry. You know, he's been busy. Um, but we're going to get some stuff going for for maybe the uh, the finale or something like that. Um, depends on, you know, how the episodes go and things like that. But it'll give us a little bit more extra time to prepare and all that stuff. So it is coming. We will do a crossover pod with them. Yeah. 
at some point. And um, if you're still down to do it, we are going to be appearing on Trivia Geeks podcast. Um, Have they said anything to us? No, I, they just basically told me if we needed, if we had any questions, we can message them in, in between now and that, that day. But as far as I know, signing up for it like we did makes it official. So we are slated to so appear they there. Like us, they'd be like, they would tell us. Yeah, I, I assume so. Um, we are slated to appear on that show on March twenty second. Ah. Um, are we recording it? I think they recorded that night. Ah, you know, we we are not going to be a part of it at all, as far as just appearing on their show. So that is not going to be our episode. It's not going to be like a crossover podcast or anything like that. We're just going to appear on their show. So if you want to hear us answer questions that we potentially might not know the answers to, probably, <laughs> then by all means, check check out Trivia Geeks and, and get to know them before uh, you know, things get heavy. And um, also, I would like to tell everybody that we have moved from our SoundCloud account and are now on Omni Studio. So you're going to be getting... So everybody that has liked us on SoundCloud, um, I might upload this to our SoundCloud account just to let everybody know in this little um, thing here that we will not be posting on there after the month is up. The we'll be on Omni Studio. You can, but we're, it doesn't change anything else. Like, So if you're subscribed to us solely on SoundCloud, you're the only ones who have to worry about it. I, everybody else that is subscribed to us, if you're on, if you're on iTunes or wherever you're hitting us from, you're fine. Don't worry about changing anything. Just Bunnies. stay where you're at. The RSS feed is is there. There. Um, Microphone. And Big Mac. I don't think I have anything else. Grand Mac. Um, um, I'm. I, yeah. I think I'm good. I think. Yes, I've got sir. Everything. All right. Next Thank week, you. Walking Dead. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait for that. Shit. <laughs> it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good Woo, time. baby. Mid-season premieres are always. Good comic book is fucking crazy right now. Oh yeah, I can't wait to yeah. see what happens. So I hate really waiting a whole month, man. It I sucks. Well, I didn't even know it was coming today. I just got got the, got it in the mail. I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah. So it's pretty nice. But uh, <laughs> yep. And then very soon uh, we'll do Justice League Dark, the movie. I've got everything here for it. Um, but we haven't watched it yet, so we'll get to watching it. And soon enough, we'll be ready to do Logan. But uh, until next time, guys, we'll be seeing you. We at Nerdtalkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerdtalkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse and on Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us, Nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers. iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.